Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome in. It is the Don and Steve show on MyTalk 1071. On your FM dial, on the internet, on your app, the MyTalk app, if you don't already have it, get it. You can also download all of our shows as a podcast. You ever said, I was just sending a voice to text and I was like, I know, oh, crap, I watched we got to be back. It. Yeah. And I didn't even proofread it. Um, your I voice texting okay. is brutal. It's very bad. It's just so bad i always feel bad too like i say people's names in text messages and then if i voice text it spells it wrong yeah and then i think then the person thinks i don't know them and i don't spell their name and i feel so unsettled by the whole thing that i end up saying when siri says okay would you are you would you like to send it i'm like don't send it just don't don't do it don't send it. i totally know what you mean that always (laughs) if i talk about my nephew hey i'll pick up cruise it comes out k-r-u-s-e that's not how you spell it when I say I, we just need to put Dev down for a nap, it always comes out Dave, which is my brother-in-law. Yeah. So it seems like I'm putting my brother-in-law <laughs> down before I go to the gym. I got such a good visual of you doing that, uh, like yeah. rocking Dave to sleep. Oh, he would love it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Who wouldn't love to be wrapped in these arms? Swaddle. Wow. Wow. We've got to talk about cereal. There's been a lot of cereal talk this week. Snoop Loops came out earlier this week. What's the flavor profile of these? Okay, I saw the headline, but I didn't read any sort of description of what the cereal is. I think it is very much like a fruit loop, as in pretty much the same exact thing. Are they going to send him a cease and desist? Is that what's going to happen? Because that seems like a pretty direct ripoff. That's how we felt, but then we started thinking about the cereal aisle, the wild, wild west. Maybe no lawyers allowed in that aisle because there are... Lucky Charms, and then there are Magic Stars, which are very similar. Now, Fruit Loops is spelled F-R-O-O-T. Did you know that? It's not F-R-U-I-T. It's F-R-O-O-T. Yeah, I, yeah, I did know that. And yeah. so, and you know, Snoop is double O. Loops is L-O-O-P-Z. He does a Z at the end. It's a whole well, thing. But the box says more marshmallows. Jack White, never heard of him. Jack White took to Instagram yesterday yeah, and uh, said this, I would like to personally congratulate Snoop Dogg on his new cereal release and a pat on the back for its charitable benefits that it will be producing. Nice one. But I do have a couple of important questions about the box that the cereal is delivered to customers in. Oh. In the press release from Brodus Foods, that's the name of Snoop's company, his real name is Calvin Brodus, the photo of the cereal box contains the words... More marshmallows. More than what? 
asked Jack White. If this is, in fact, a brand new cereal, it can't be more marshmallows than before. Is it a statement that this cereal has more marshmallows than, say, a bag of sand or a typical Caesar salad? Or is it a caps lock demand from Snoop Dogg himself that we just have more marshmallows in this world in general? The last theory is my hope. Lastly, the photograph, he's now talking about Master P had put out a little post about it as well. The photograph on Master P's Instagram shows a different phrase in unplural, more marshmallow without the oh, S. Wow. Photo attached, answers demanded. That from Jack White. I think that's pretty funny. That's very funny. That's he, very funny. I find it interesting that Snoop's cereal came out the same week that his BFF, Martha Stewart, opened a brand new restaurant in Las Vegas. Oh my God. It's called like the Bedford or something. I think it's called the Bedford. Huh. And it's a fancy, nice restaurant in Las Vegas. Martha Stewart's first restaurant ever. She's in like her late 70s. I think so. First think, restaurant yeah. ever. And it is opened and it is just opened in Vegas. Isn't that intriguing? I wonder if she will, if you could order as part of your complete breakfast, a bowl of Snoop Loops. I wonder, yeah. Or crushed up Snoop Loops on a cupcake or something like that. They're all different Or like ways. a Snoop Loop bar, you know, like a Rice Krispie bar, but they would make it out of Snoop Loops. I do like it when people take liberties with the Rice Krispie bar and just choose other cereals or like add some sort of chocolate topping. There were Rice Krispie treats made I've only maybe ever eaten one. I don't know. In your life? In my life. And I think the the first time I tried it was on Twin Cities Live. You eat so much junk. I can't believe that that's not part of your repertoire. I just don't like the concept of it. And to, I'm so unknowledgeable about Rice Krispies that at one point I asked a friend, where do you get the Rice Krispies? Like, where do you get the ingredients for Rice Krispies? And it's, it turns out it's from the cereal. <laughs> Speaking of cereal, Brittany Arneson was in yesterday and we were talking about a Mount Rushmore of cereals because I had a friend who sent me a picture of it and I was like, this is a garbage list. You have all the wrong cereals in the wrong places. We started throwing out some of our favorites. I'm a man of the people. I said Frosted Mini Wheats, whatever. She then said, Morning Summit, which we just want to catch you up, Elizabeth. Morning Summit is a General Mills cereal and the cheapest that you can find it. Is they obviously have a very low marketing budget. $18 a box. Is no! The che- is, is the cheapest. We saw on several... It's much more common for this box of cereal to cost between $30 and $35. Online, Why? How? What is in it? What, I don't know. What kind of cereal is it? Then people started telling us, hey, this is good. I guess there are almonds in the cereal, which is... Uh, thing that people yeah she was saying almonds are the number one ingredients also she said oh, my so husband is, works for general like? mills oh wow she was really spilling the tea okay okay i'm looking at this this is very intriguing a general I, mills i do want to try product. it it looks like it has a lot of nice crunch to it i just don't want to pay even 18 dollars for <laughs> here a box are the of ingredients okay. okay so it's almonds then whole grain wheat organic maple syrup Whole grain oats, sugar, dried coconut, pumpkin seeds, organic coconut oil, dried sweetened cranberries, dried sweetened cherries, corn bran, brown sugar syrup, 
vanilla extract, and salt. Um, this is interesting. Oh, it has 29 grams of carbohydrates, 6 grams of protein, 15 grams of fat per two-thirds cup serving. It's a, I it's didn't something. know reading nutritional labels on the radio could be such riveting content, but alas, here we are. Oh, uh, we've done much worse. We did a whole segment once on skin tags. That's true. That's gross. I do want to try it. I, I better, We had somebody emailed us and said, hey, I went out yesterday, heard you guys, went and got it. And uh, found it to be very filling. She said, so I'm all filled up, so that means I won't have to take out a second mortgage to get another box anytime soon. Okay, this is very... And she bought it for that price at an actual grocery store, or did she order it? I think they're available at Costco is what people are saying. And then it's that expensive at Costco? Yeah, that's like the cheapest place I think that you get it. But I mean, just just Google Morning Summit, and you will see a whole bunch that come up like 30 bucks. Yeah, Costco. There you go. I could get it delivered by 12.05 p.m. if I wanted to. Okay, Costco, a 38-ounce box is $14.20 if you get it through Instacart, which sometimes I think they up their prices. But if you buy two, you'll save a dollar. $24.50 on Amazon. For how big of a box? (sighs) That same 38-ounce box, which I think is like a standard box. Yeah, don't buy it on Amazon then. Amazon really, I mean, they wooed us into thinking that everything was the best price there. And I've got to tell you something. I'm going to break some news for you. It's not always the best price on Amazon. You can often find things cheaper other places. I really want to eat this cereal. I'm looking at a close-up image. I'm hungry, though. I was also thinking about a hoagie last break. So you're going to decide between morning summit cereal and a hoagie. Mm. You love a hoagie. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Hoagies. <laughs> Did you listen last week to the uh, show? Hoagie no. and we had pierogi a ton of talk. hoagie talk last week. All right, we got to oh, go. Oh, pierogies. Big pierogies. fan. Oh, yeah. Big fan. Wait until you hear how do you say pierogi, Elizabeth? Uh, just say pierogi. How are you supposed to say yeah, it? Yeah, that's how you're supposed to say it. Donna Valentine, Says, in mid-conversation, said, oh, yeah, I love pierogi. Pierogies. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Anyway, we got to go. More fun coming your way. We'll get into a couple of studies when we come back. You're listening to the Don and Steve Experience on my talk. What's up, guys? Hey, it's Steve for Chan Ass and Dinner Theaters. Oh, boy, what a great place to go and see a show. If it's been too long since you've been there, what are you waiting for? ChanHassandDT.com. That's where you can get your tickets. Footloose is on the main stage right now. People are loving it. Uh, it's a really, it's a fun show. I mean, for, like right from the gates, you know, you hear the guitar lick, you're singing Footloose, you feel good. It ends with a bang too. Great choreography throughout. All of uh, that fun can be enjoyed in Chanhassen. By the way, you're having dinner as well. Drinks, dessert, the whole thing. It's a really wonderful experience. They also have a great concert series as well. So with their concert series, all sorts of different music that comes through each and every weekend. Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret dishes out comedy, improv comedy every Friday and Saturday night. Hey, see music from the Everly Brothers this weekend. And I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar. That's this weekend at Chan and Dinner Theaters. Hi, everybody. Welcome in. You're listening to the Don and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We certainly do appreciate it. We've all sorts of uh, goodies. Well, we first goodie is that we have Elizabeth Reese filling in all morning, which has been lovely. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me back. I've been having so much fun with you. Well, how wonderful. It's um, joyful. We earlier read off the grandstand line of a lot of great shows. Everybody from Pitbull to the Counting Crows out at the State Fair this year. Don't forget, my talk is going to be there as well. From August 25th to September 5th, you can come and watch your favorite shows weekdays from 6 a.m. until 6 p.m on the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage, plus special weekend broadcast schedules 
just for the fair. You can find our building on Underwood Street, just south of Randall Avenue. Make sure to register to win a seven-day cruise from Celebrity Cruises at our booth. How exciting is that? Come by. Make sure you stop. Uh, say hello. We're not doing meet and greets, but we will. We, we'll say hello to you. We'll, we'll wave and shout it out and have fun with you. So anyway, more info. mytalk one zero seven one dot com keyword fair. Now, let us study together. Studies have shown that studies medical- have shown that the microbial- several long term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Kind of a silly study about things that people silently judge others for. Oh, this is going to be a long list. It is. Although I find I find this list to be kind of stupid to objectionable, maybe is the better word. <laughs> objectionable is a better word than stupid. Like, see if you agree with it. These seem like obvious, right? You secretly judge somebody if you see them litter. Who litters? Who's secretly judging that? Just straight up outwardly judging. There's no, so you can't litter, you guys. You cannot oh, litter. It go. shocks me when I see litter. I, I just don't know who's like, hey, I'm going to go to McDonald's. I'm going to order this fast food. And then I'm literally going to throw the trash out the window. My parents <laughs> tell me stories about when they were young that that was just what you did. Yeah. That was a totally common thing. And then there had to be this complete like nationwide publicity campaign to say hey guys we can't just throw our trash out on the highways people thought that was totally normal and it would just be fine to just throw trash all over the highways like if you were going on a road trip that's what you would do and you would just (laughs) throw stuff out the window there's an episode of um, there's an episode of mad men where they have a picnic and at the end he just takes the picnic blanket and just like whips it up and all the you know picnic food just sits there in the park. Does anyone right. say, "Wait a minute"? No, that's just the point it of it. Was... It's like, all right, that's how you did it. That's just what you did in <laughs> wow. like the fifties and sixties before it was like, "Hey, wait, maybe this isn't going to work that well." Because think about it, that was like the advent of drive-through food stuff was that time, right? Mm. When you could start going through and having like a little car hop, bring out your. I'm so hungry right now. We can't do that. I'm very hungry. Are you low blood sugar? Do you need something? I don't think I have low blood sugar. No, I'm just hungry. Do you keep a beef stick with you at all times? (laughs) I had a protein shake and an apple on the way in. So I have 50 grams of protein and an apple in my body, but now I'm hungry again. And I, guys, I'm having trouble stopping thinking about hoagies. (laughs) Where are you going to get a hoagie? I could get it at Jimmy John's. I know a Jimmy John's. Yeah, there's one near the station. Mm. Yeah, you- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You could do that. Um, you could do that. <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth. Here's something You're else welcome. that people silently, uh, secretly judge others for. Seeing you leave the bathroom without washing their hands. That is for sure. It's disgusting. <sighs> Horrendous. I know offenders in the building. No. I know a person who Just give us their initials. I don't even know the initials. Oh, shoot. But I know the face. You don't know the person? Uh, Not on a personal level. I don't know if either of us could say each other's name, but I know the person, and I've been in the bathroom with the person at least 20 times during my career, and not a single time have I heard the faucet even activate. No. Yeah. Walking out just... Just boldly Willy don't care. Bleeping nilly. That's an appropriate word to use for that situation. <laughs> yeah, <too>. I know. <laughs> uh, parents who swear at their kids in public, you're getting oh, judged by other people. I just encountered this at a park. Oh, I encountered no. it. I mean, I was I'm kind of traumatized from it still. Yeah. I encountered it at a park. And um, you know, I might be like a little bit Pruderson, Steve Pruderson about swearing in front of kids too. Like I know some people that's they're okay with that. I just that was not my jam when I that wasn't me growing mm-hmm. up. That wasn't my parents, and so I have like a really hard time with it. I'm also married to a hockey player husband who sometimes just like these are the words that comes out of his mouth, and I have to be like, hey, friendly reminder, we have children and they're here. Can mm-hmm. you like ease up? <laughs> um, but I saw a woman. She was. She had three kids. It was two twin girls and then a little boy. And she like laid into one of the girls and like mm. called her f bomb something. I mean, oh I, it was like I, I am and now. If I think about it before I go to bed, I can't go to sleep because oh, it no. was so upsetting to me. Oh yeah, that's. And then I'm like, watch. and I kind of wanted to. See, yeah, I, but what do you do? What am I going to do? Do I say something? I just. <sighs> No, yeah, it that's was not going to go bad... well. You know that won't end well. It's not going to go well. I'm going to be like, hey, so maybe you'd rather I... watch someone litter than you know go on swear a at their kid, cussing tirade against their kid. Yeah, and call yeah. them a bleeping bleep. I mean, it was terrible. Oh, it was really terrible at the park. And then I'm thinking, if you're doing this in front of me, what are you doing at home when no one's watching? One person said in this survey too, what they secretly judge for when people hype themselves up too much, saying things like, "Well, that wouldn't fly with me," or. Everyone knows not to mess with me, or I'll have your back until you cross me. Like, settle down. Life is not an action yeah. movie. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. We get I get it. that. I think you're tough. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to take what off. I'm going to go and get a sandwich. No, you need to stay for the okay. next I half mean, hour. This is your show. Like this show doesn't even have my name on it. This show person. used to have my name on it. I'll remind you. It used you, to be the, the Elizabeth last... Reese Memorial Studio. <laughs> it was the Marjorie and Elizabeth show. Oh, man. Here we are. Those were the days. Uh, Hey, stick around. When we come back, we'll give you a little update on some things to come here on the Donna and Steve experience that might sound a little different uh, over the coming weeks. So uh, we'll fill you in on some things. Mm. We'll be back next. This is the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. It's very fun. Why are we saying the L in talk? Or are we? Chalk. Chalk, you say it a little bit more. Talk, not, you know, and calm. You're not supposed to say the L. It's supposed to be just calm. Calm. It's a silent L. And I think it's very challenging. There's many things about the English language that I find to be 
just they make no sense. The English language is brutal. <laughs> brutal. It's just brutal. The the amount of words that we have homonyms that are sound the same but mean something different or are spelled the same and mean something different. That's what a homonym yeah. is, right? I think so. Homonym makes thanks, me think of homony, which is sort of that that corn I think stuff. You're right. I think so. Oh, Different than a synonym, because a synonym is just two words that mean the same thing. Oh, yes. Even though they're not going to sound, they don't necessarily have to sound similar. Rocco, were we working on a thesaurus game? Oh, that's right. We we're going to do Thesaurus Thursdays, where yes. we're, we're going to take, um, you know, all my trivia questions would be taking like a title of a movie, like what's a movie, like Born on the Fourth of July, and making them all, th- making the thesaurus say, birthed on... Independence Day or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, and then you come on. That's a good game. Yeah. You could really go somewhere with that game. We're working on it, I yeah. think. We've got that. We've got Cover Story, which we just launched last week, which is a really great game. It is fun. Homonym. <laughs> it is fun Homonym. that every day on okay, the show, great. you know you're going to play at least a game. It's true. Games it's are a fun. great way to live. It's a yeah. great way to live. Um, let me give you a little update on... I'll give you an update as best I can on how the show will sound a little bit different, the Don and Steve experience, that is, these next couple of weeks. Is this the news that you teased on social media? Like, what are we doing here, Steve? Well, What's <laughs> happening with you? Because you posted some I stuff know. on social media. You lit the world on fire. <laughs> you also then got some people who were just... Frankly, a little bit upset with you, and then what? I didn't know what was going on. And then I thought, Have you made an announcement? What's happening? Why don't you back up to what you said on social media and then say what you can say? Earlier this week on social media, I said, I have some fun news to share with you soon. Dot, you love dot, to dot. do this too. You do this regularly. You, know, the, you well, love it. That's how you can gather the attention for because so much <laughs> of what we do. On social media, it's white noise, right? Is anyone going to stop and look at a video I did of my dog or some recipe yeah, that you did of your Yeah, my chicken liver pate video is, is going great. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's People blocked so is what it say. is. We blocked it. Okay. But, right. you know, so you say that, hey, stick around. Something's coming soon. I do. I like to be teased. Like if someone says, like, I have an announcement coming in five days. And then, like, there's a hint each. Like, I like that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So, earlier this week, okay. turns out a touch prematurely. I said, hey, I have some fun news to share with you all coming soon. Stay tuned. And I thought that I was going to share that news on Tuesday. And then Tuesday came and I was like, oh, I don't think, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this yet. And then Wednesday came and I was like, oh, brother, I still can't talk about it. And then on Thursday, I still wasn't getting the clearance. And also just today, I mean, I've been like texting this morning. um, Hey, what can I say? I'm limited in what I can say, but here I'll, I'll use generic terms. And then once I'm sort of freed up, because there are, you know, some higher ups that get to that want an opportunity to frame things. I don't know, guys. You know, sometimes I find if there's any level of any management involved, uh, you're just like, okay, you just tell me when and, and what, and I'll do that. But for right now, what I can tell you is that I'm going to be off of the show for the next two weeks. The radio show. The radio show. Off the show. Oh, that's show. your only show now. Uh, yeah, okay. Elizabeth, wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. Salt in the wound. What? Wow. That was a Sorry, cheap shot. I was, 
I was immediately thinking, how's this going to impact me? Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. It doesn't. Okay, okay, right. great. Steve okay, yes, I want to hear more. So. Yeah, 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 it's fine. Okay, great. Um, anyway, yes, I'm going to be off the show for the next couple of weeks, hopefully calling in from time to time with little updates. And wow. here's where, the, you know, the bummer is I love, love, love the Minnesota State Fair. I know. And I like the walk up to the booth. I love just the camaraderie of it all. The food, the sights, the sounds. I really do enjoy it. Our gizmo date. The gizmo date. All of it is Mm -hmm. now up in smoke for me. I'm really, my my tater tot poutine up in smoke. And, and you know I love you, Elizabeth. But I was particularly excited about this year for me at the State Fair because I thought what I have never just done radio and yeah. then at noon been free to roam about the fairgrounds. I I'm mean, Don and I were planning on getting okay. tipsy and harassing you and Ben during Twin Cities Live. Amateurs. You guys could be our hecklers. Yes. <laughs> so I was looking forward to all that. Yeah. And then the yeah. specific opportunity that came up happens to be right during the state fair. So here are the generic terms that I'll share with you. Um, it's an opportunity to be a part of a project out in that's going to be uh, getting put together out in Los Angeles. And so I'm going to be in L.A. for a couple of weeks um, in August and then uh, th- some more time down the line later on in the fall. But the short of the long, and here comes the most generic, non-information way of me telling you what this is, but it is a, um, it's a, a great opportunity that... Sort of feels like um, these kind of opportunities don't come around too often. And the fact that, you know, little old me out here in the middle of the country um, was selected to be a part of this is really great. And by the way, just how I said that, it sounds like I'm going to be like on a reality show as a contestant. That is not it. I'm not going to be in a cooking competition show. No, and no, and there's lots of Midwesterners who are on those shows. Okay, you're going to do, so you are going to be gone for two weeks because you're doing a show. Be careful. You could get me sued, Elizabeth. Well, I don't. Yes, I'm going to be. Sorry. Yeah. And then, but you're not going to say what the show is. I can't say what the show is right now. And you can't say where we're going to be able to see the show not or yet. anything. And you're nope. not going to share your compensation package for the show yet. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Right, no, when legally, are you going to share that? Legally. Okay. Cause, I checked right, the contract. Be, legally, I can't. Yeah. I'm looking forward to, you know, digging into that. And then, um, and then you're going to be back. And then I'll be back. Weeks. Yeah. So I think that. This that, isn't like a, I'm taking this show and I'm going. No. No. You're not going to be the new host of Kelly and Ryan, which is what everybody wants. Everyone's like, you're going to oh, host gosh, Kelly no. and Ryan. Oh, gosh, no. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I was so flattered. So many people are thinking that. No, no. And I'm not going to be guest co-hosting, though I continue continue to needle Gelman about that. Like, yeah, hey, that's just, a so, good you know, idea. I'm ready. you got to so, be all up in his... You're not planting a new tree. You're not having another baby. Not having another baby. A lot of people wondered if we were expanding our family. A lot of people wondered if we, if Lou and I were becoming like a licensed real estate team. That is not what the announcement you're is. You're not coming back to Twin Cities Live. Not coming back to Twin Cities. <laughs> Cities Live, uh, per the petition uh, of people like, please keep him away. But um, it's a really cool opportunity. And, and so let me say two things. First of all, we're not moving. So this is going to keep us here because here's a little story. Three years ago, when I appeared on Kelly and Ryan to do the polar vortex thing and drop the frozen eggs and all that kind of stuff. And I that kind of went longer. viral. That was three. That was January of 2019. Now, the first time I was on Kelly and Ryan was doing another polar vortex. The banana hammer was back in yeah, 2015. Because I was on maternity leave. Yes. And yes. then four years Remember? went by and then I pop up again. And so anyway, here's the inside story. And again, 
I can only share some details, but I think that this is uh, kind of cool how it all came together. Uh, like that day, I got an email from someone at a studio, and they said, hey, we just saw this and thought that was really entertaining. I would love to talk with you to find out what sort of work you want to do. And we're doing stuff here, and let's get on the phone. So I get on the phone with this person and say, oh, this is really cool. Thank you so much for reaching out. Um, here's the difficulty. We cannot envision a scenario where we move. And and I ran through some hypotheticals with Lou. You'd be shocked at what she said, mm too. But so we're like, hey, we want to live here. We'd love it if we could work on a project that, if there was some travel involved, cool, but we don't want to uproot the family. We want to stay here. So we had a call with this person, and then they hung up the phone like, hey, um, I, want to, I want to try to find you a show. And I was like, great. So then we talked a few more times over the, the next six or eight months, whatever. And then not long after, there's the holidays and then the pandemic. Two yeah. years go by where I don't hear from this person. Wow. And it was one week before... I left Twin Cities Live that I randomly get an email from this person that says, hey, it's been a while. I'm working on something that I think might work for you because it wouldn't require a move. So I go out to L.A. last fall and I do it and it goes great. And, you know, sometimes you can tell if if like an audition is going it's, well it's or an not. Audition. Yeah. yeah, it went really well to the point where I get back to my hotel after reading with some people. And I was just about to just unbuckle my pants and have a beer. And yeah. they called and said, hey, we're so sorry. But would you be willing to come back and read with one more person? Which in the audition world is like, okay, this is pretty good. So we go through and then they're working on the project, blah, blah, blah. As happens in La La Land, great stretches of hurry up and wait can happen. So we were talking about this. I was talking about it with radio management here. Like, hey, you know, I don't know if this will ever work out or not. But mm-hmm. and radio has been so wonderfully supportive and like we want to we want to go along on the ride with you as long as we can together. And I have just loved my time at radio. So I'm so happy that it will continue right here on the Don and Steve experience. But um, all this time goes by and then randomly I get an email uh, like maybe a month and a half ago that's like, Hey, this is still a maybe thing. And weeks and weeks go by. There are some more things, calls, long stretches of silence where you're just like, is this real? Do I need to invest any emotion into this? Yada, yada, yada. Uh, We get to the point where at the end of last week, we made things official. I talked with the sea monster, Dan Seaman and uh, Amy Daniels. And we're like, hey, I think this is really happening. Um, And then so I was selected to be a part of this project after so many months. It's so cool. The ebb and the flow. Um, and so what I can't tell you is uh, who else is a part <laughs> of the project. Uh, and I can't tell you w- details of what the project is. But I think that is going to come very soon. This is really just because there's you know uh, company stuff and PR stuff and all that kind of stuff. But I'm going to sneak away to L.A. for a couple of weeks. So sad to be missing the Minnesota State Fair. Matt Belanger is going to be filling in for me while I'm out. Um, and Donna and Rocco will probably be starting the first 15 or 30 minutes of the show. I'll try to call in from L.A. Um, as much as I can, but I do know that they're going to be long days. I think they're going to be 12-hour shoot days. 
like 7 a.m. call time hoping to wrap at 6.30 is there Oh, you better pack hope? a lot of beef sticks then. Yeah, because you know my blood sugar. Um, you can't have it. We can't have it. They can't, can't see me hangry. Hangry, hangry no, on that set. Would be, that's your, your worst version of you. They can't have that. So, uh, But it's very exciting. And what's so great is, I, as I told Dan and Amy, like, I get it. This is any, any, this is at least to this point, a once in a lifetime opportunity for me. And I understand that an opportunity for me is also a burden for everybody else here. And so it's very cognizant of that. And I was prepared for them to, you know, (laughs) say anything of like, we don't feel like dealing with this, but we're like, Hey, this sounds cool. The shooting schedule is unique where um, I'll go away for a burst and then come back and then do another burst in the fall um, and still be able to stay on the show minus these absences. So anyway, I really wish I could have told you more specific details. But if you're wondering, I I just hate it when people go away and an audience doesn't understand why they're not hearing from someone. So I just want you to know there's a project in L.A. I'll be out for a couple of weeks and then I'll be back um, like right around Labor Day, I think, back on the air. And then oh, hopefully more details to come over the next couple of weeks. Elizabeth like said to me during the break. And then you said um, and then you had a nice in conclusion moment there. What did I say to you during the break? I said, um, yeah, I, you know, I can only give so many details. And then you said you're a pro at saying something about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you can even say that backwards, too. Nothing about something. Anyway, um, so I'll keep you all updated on that, but wanted you all to know. Uh, with that, I do want to talk... Congratulations! Thank you so much. Thank you very much. I've said much. it to you before, but congratulations. Thank you very on much. Behalf of, um, on behalf of everyone. And I know that your My Talk listeners are going to miss you so much, and what they want to hear is that you're doing something cool, yes. and you're coming back to the show, and that's coming the back. main thing. And, and um, I'll be doing some updates can't. on social media, too, while I'm out there as well to kind of just bring you guys on a little field trip to Los Angeles. Can't wait to see more, buddy. Proud of you. Thank you so much. Um, when we come back, I do want to talk about the State Fair, especially now since I'm missing it. I'm just so bummed about that. There is a shortage of something at the Iowa State Fair. Is it going to impact our fair, too? Try to guess what it is. It better not be corn or I'm going to lose my mind. That when we come back on Don and Steve. The Don and Steve Experience. Uh, wrapping things up here on a Friday. Donna Valentine's been out all week. She's been on a staycation. And uh, Elizabeth Reese is filling in this morning, even though she has a television production to do later this afternoon. She does. She's here for it, though. I'm happy to be here. It's been fun hanging out with you guys, beginning and ending my week with the Donna and Steve experience. I always like being invited, so thank you. Your busy week, too. You're in Chicago. Were you hanging out with like uh, TV stars out there for a quick overnight? Um, yeah, I was hanging. Well, some really amazing designers. Oh, like, awesome! Was really cool. Um, a woman named Mina who has a show on HGTV. I was with her, and she is fabulous. And then I was with a designer named Annie Selkie, who's like a really well-known designer. A lot of people probably know her products. And I hoped that she would be wonderful. And my mom's oh. like a big fan of hers. And she was wonderful. Oh, that's was, great. It was fantastic. Another really well-known designer named Nikki Chu, um, who has like a huge social media presence and just did, oh gosh, what NBA player, It's it was in Texas, just designed um, his home. And it was she was telling oh, us wow. about an eight bathroom home that she was designed. There were eight different bathrooms to do. Oh my gosh. And then a local designer named Kelly Fontana, who's doing really cool work and has a really fantastic um, social media following, too. 
Um, and it was just really neat because, you know, I mean, obviously you love home stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. you talk about that all the time here and then on social media. Um, you know, I did a big renovation on my home a couple of years ago and we're planning, you know, emotionally and financially saving for Reno 2.0. It's going to oh. take a while. Um But I just, like, love that process, and my mom's an interior designer, so I'm Mm -hmm. always so interested, and I just, like, love hearing about the creative process of how people put things in their homes, and we were were talking about, I did an event for the Tile Shop, which is why I was there, and so we were were talking about, you know, their collaborations and all these things, and um, it was just cool to have conversations with them about how what they do is so meaningful. You know, I'm a big believer that, like, everybody should have a home that reflects them and that is like a safe sanctuary that makes them feel really calm and like they can be at their best. Hence the podcast that I host with Marjorie Punnett called best to the nest shameless plug. But um, having your home look beautiful and feel comfortable for you is it's important. It's not just like frivolous. It's, it's really meaningful for the rest of your life. So it was cool. I love talking design. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like we, we look around um, our house, and I don't know if this would ever end. Maybe if you have an HGTV makeover of your home, but it's like, oh, we could do this. I am a, I am a, my taste changes my, what appeals to me, what doesn't. And so I have I so know. many ideas for like, you know, blank walls that I'm like, oh, what if we did wallpaper there? What if we added beams yeah. to that ceiling? Could you do like a textured woodwork thing on this? I like go through all of these and I just keep looking around and haven't done any of them. You know, I'm trying to get out of the habit because my husband pointed this out that I do this. Mm -hmm. and It's kind of annoying (laughs) is that every time I take people through our house, if we have someone over and I'm giving a tour, all I do is point out the things that we want to change. Do you do this? Yeah, sure. That's super relatable. Like we walk upstairs to the aforementioned two door bathroom, which I mean is a barely functioning bathroom. Let me be clear. You know this, Steve. Mm -hmm. I mean, we bought an old house that we are like, you know, it was well maintained, but not updated. And there are some things that really need to change. I mean, this bathroom, like it used to have a shower door. The door was just like ripped off and like the glass is cracked. I mean, it's like a whole thing. Yeah. But when I, when people come in the house, look, I'm doing it here on the radio. I'm giving you an audio tour and I'm apologizing and Mm -hmm. pointing out all of the terrible things about the house. Like, well, we have to do this. We have to do that. And I need to stop doing that. It's annoying me and it's annoying Jay. Yeah. It's like either just do it or don't tell. It it would be like meeting somebody and be like, Hey, Oh, by the way, sorry. I'm kind of, looking to lose this final seven pounds, but I'll be your lunch guest for today. It's like, how about just welcome them into your house in whatever shape it's in right now in whatever shape yeah. that we are in right now. Yeah. Um, and it kind of gives you the motivation. You know what you, you should make as kind of a rule. Now, again, there are finances involved here, but it's like, you can't talk about, you have to, you can't talk about it. You have to do it. And if you ever talk about it, it pushes off how long? And I need to work this out because it's not making as much sense when, when I say it out loud. But the point is, do stuff. Don't talk about it. If you're a perpetual talker about her with yeah. upgrades in your home, you got to do it. And then if you talk about it before you've made actual progress, then it automatically gets delayed another three months. Whoa. I'm driving. The way the supply chain is right now, this thing isn't going to get done till like 2030. Oh. And here's a newsflash for you. You start, you know, taking things down to the studs. It's going to cost you. Speaking oh. of supply chain, I don't know if this has to do with that or not, but there's not a big supply of big boars, big fat pigs at the Iowa State Fair. 
They only had two entries in their big bore contest. People mm-hmm. involved with the competition point to higher than normal feed prices and excessive heat as the main reasons why the 2022 pen was so empty. Usually there are about five to ten big fat pigs trying to get the uh, big bore ribbon. Uh, but there was a shortage at the Iowa State Fair. This is written about by the Morning Brew newsletter this morning. And I just wonder, will we see a shortage of big fat pigs at the Minnesota State Fair? Because I love I going in and looking at them on their side. I know, but down. do we have a big pig competition? Is there a competition for the biggest pig? Is there a competition? Wait, what? Or is How it, do you I don't know, know if it's this? a competition or do we just showcase a few big fat pigs? I've gone and looked at these big fat pigs. In the swine barn, there's usually one pen where it's like, this is the biggest one. It's Harvey. Oh, I didn't know if they... Yeah. Oh, okay. And then they bring it in. Harvey. You know, that designer I was talking about, Annie Selkie... She was like, I've heard of the Minnesota State Fair. And she's like, is it true that they carve someone's face in butter? Like, what happens to it? She couldn't believe. I mean, all she wanted to do was discuss this with me. And she, you know, she's like a famous East and West Coast designer. And she was so, she thought this butter carving thing was incredible. She was like, how do we get this done? This is amazing. And this is the first full year of the new butter carver. Because the former butter carver who had been carving bust in butter is... uh, She's gone. She retired last year. Well, she retired. She's a. She, she's yeah, alive. she's alive. She's alive. She just retired. Uh, Elizabeth, we have five seconds. Thank you for filling in. Uh, my You're talker's welcome. Cobra coming in next.